This program is brought to you by ABBA Claims Consultants. Chess is the owner and a licensed public adjuster and appraiser. You can find more information about ABBA Claims by visiting www.abbaclaims.com. That's www.abbaclaims.com. Chess Bostic has spent the last 23 years as an insurance adjuster. His mantra has always been by putting God first, being in a state of appreciation, and leading by example, everyone around him grows. In this show, Chess will share his journey and conduct dynamic interviews with entrepreneurs about their passions and what makes them tick. Welcome to First Things First with Chess Bostic. Hello, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, I want to tell you how much we appreciate you uh, uh, watching our show today. Uh, today's a special time. Uh, these days are really um, different than what we're used to. I hope everybody is staying safe. I hope everybody is uh, uh, abiding by the rules and the regulations that are set forth uh, by our local governments and all that to stay safe. And uh, hopefully we can nip this thing in the bud and stop the spread of this virus. Uh, this has given us an opportunity to work from the house. Uh, we're still, we've got all of our people working from home and trying to limit contact with the outside, you know, people as much as possible. Uh, so that way we can help. We also want to keep our clients uh, safe as well. Uh, we've got a great show lined up. We've got a really special guest that uh, I was really inspired when I met him. Uh, Michael Garrett is the uh, CEO and founder of Trusted World. And uh, he's with us, join us now. And I want to say, uh, tell everybody, welcome, Michael. And also, uh, this is going to be uh, really inspiring what he's got to tell us. Michael, how are, you, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Chaz. How are you guys doing? Well, uh, doing well. I wanted to say that uh, I was introduced to Michael by, and I want to, I want to give a shout out to them. Uh, some of my clients uh, at, at Abba Claims uh, working in one of the tornado claims. So some really, really sweet people, and I want to. Uh, say thank you to them uh, for uh, Margie and Jonathan Frank. Uh, they're my clients, and uh, they'll be pretty tickled to see uh, you on this show. And uh, she recommended that I give you a call, and I, I really appreciate them for that. Hey, uh, Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, start out and tell us, uh, in, in a nutshell, uh, what's Trusted World, but uh, tell us about yourself as well. Well, I, um, I come from the manufacturing world. I spent 30 years in manufacturing. Um, I've done everything from being a plant manager to a quality assurance manager to vice president of operations. Um, my specialty is efficiencies. Um, I'm trained in Six Sigma, total manufacturing, uh, lean manufacturing, total quality, uh, statistical process control, anything that has anything to do with making an operations efficient, that's what I'm specialized in. So you're really probably, uh, you're, you're pretty keen on processes, right? Um, yes. Being organized. Yes. Right, right. I've been told by many times that the, 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 the joking phrase that we always have is some people say that I have a OCD and I tell them, no, it's CDO because that's the alphabetical order of OCD. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, that's real good. So uh, Trusted World, that's about people helping people. Tell us, tell us. From the start, just like you did when I came to your plant, and when I when I met you, you took me, and and it was really awesome for me to be able to follow you around and see what you guys do. Uh, tell us about it from the very start. You're you're the founder. You're the founder of Trusted World, right? Correct. Wow. Yes. That's, it all started with an idea. It. it was about six years ago. Got this idea. 
The basically what we do is we help people help people. We don't work with anyone directly. If you were to knock on our front door uh, asking for help, we're going to refer you to an agency. We don't do case management. We don't do any counseling. Um, it's just not our thing. The best way I can explain how we work is school counselor. They see the same child uh, wearing the same clothes every day, not because they want to, but because that's the family situation. Um, the counselor has a few options. They can either take money out of their own wallet and go down to the store and buy that family or that child resources. They can refer them to a local agency, hoping that they qualify or the family's not so embarrassed that they actually can't go and you know, get it within their heart to want to go down and ask for help, or they could do nothing. Um, what we've done is we've given them a new option. We refer to ourselves as the Amazon of nonprofits, and what that school counselor can do now is that school counselor can order resources from our website at no cost. Um, not in such a way where Amazon says, I want those green pants or that blue shirt. Um, everything's based upon sizes. So a school counselor will sit there and say, hey, you know, ask the child, what size shirt do you wear? What size pants do you wear? And they'll also find out that there's other members of the family that need help too. Wow. A lot of agencies, a lot of government plans help the child in school, but sometimes the resources aren't expandable to the entire family. Um, we tell the school counselor, no, we want to help the entire family. It doesn't do any good when child one comes home with new things and child two and three are like, hey, where'd you get that stuff from? What about us? We want the counselor to help the whole family. So the beautiful part about that is that that helps the individuals that we're working with, school counselors, police officers, crime victim advocates, um, and, and, and that such. But on the other side of that, when we work with nonprofits, a lot of nonprofits try to have a closed closet. And, uh, and we've learned as much as they have that that doesn't always work out that well. Um, we've worked with uh, Family Promise of Collin County. They're nestled in a little retirement area in Collin County. And basically, they're getting close from the community who wants to help them very much, but they're getting retirement age clothing, and they're working with young families with children. The match is not there. And they're trying to figure out, well, what do we do with this clothing? Well, they want to be a good steward, and they don't want to throw the clothing away. And what happened was it was taking up a lot of space in their facility, and they didn't know what to do with it. So what we told them was, give all that clothing to us. We service about 340 different agencies. One of our other clients is going to want clothing in that age range, and they are now using that room to see more clients. We actually enabled them to see a fifth more clients, so 20% efficiency improvement, not without hiring one employee, without changing their processes, or without having to change any of their funding or anything like that. It just added all those resources to them at no cost. So what we're doing is we're adding three new items to nonprofits criteria, clothing, food, mm -hmm. and toiletries, without them having to take on any of the overhead expenses or the hiring of any new employees to make that happen. Right. Well, you know, I saw on your website, and it's incredible. First of all, I want to back up to something you said a minute ago. It's very interesting. Uh, the teachers and the counselors, they sometimes, they open up their own pocketbooks. I know... Uh, for example, um, our daughter was uh, a teacher working at schools, and I know from other folks that we know, they, they pay for a lot of stuff on their own, right out of their pockets. And, yep. and, and that's very commendable, uh, you know, that you mentioned that. They, they, they do that, and, and uh, that's very much appreciated. But you guys, y'all service, it says 250 clients per day. 
Now, explain to people what you're doing. Uh, you're providing also, you know, toilet paper and essentials and that type of thing to these agencies that are out there helping uh, the people. So talk about We're, that just a little bit. We provide clothing, uh, food, and uh, personal care items. The personal care items are your basic toiletries. It's a toothbrush, shampoo, soap, uh, conditioner, toothpaste, deodorant. Um, we don't go much beyond that. Uh, it gets very subjective after that. Um, food, we provide non-perishable food. We have what's what we call, refer to a meal box. It feeds a family of five for a week. And uh, clothing, we provide them clothing. And everything's based upon what's been donated to us. Um, it's rare, but sometimes they ask for things that we just don't have. And then we'll turn around and we'll go on social media and say we're looking for the biggest thing we always need is men's 34 pants. We can never seem to keep enough men's 34 pants in the system. Um, interesting enough, we found out that the majority of men, 85% of men think they wear 34 pants. Um, and so they order them. And so we can never keep enough in stock. <laughs> I, I, figured that, I figured everybody, uh, where's my size? Cause when I'm, I'm in a store, I never can find them as well. So, yep. <laughs> That, you know, when I was in your warehouse and you were taking me through there and I was seeing the incredible organization that you guys have, um, this is not this is not just throwaway stuff. This is uh, the stuff that you're providing for these children and the families of these children uh, in the schools and that type of thing. And it's good stuff. I mean, it, I was yes. impressed. So what's nice is that we found out that I would say 95% of the clothing that's donated to us is washed and cleaned. In fact, we even got to the point where we can smell the bag and we know what fabric softener is being used. Um, the people who are donating, um, they're very commendable for doing that. Um, when clothing comes into our facility, it goes through five quality checks before it ends up in a bag to go to one of our clients. During those five quality checks, what we're doing is we're looking for rips and tears and stains, uh, no inappropriate clothing, no inappropriate writing on the clothing. Anything that does not meet our quality standard, what we do is we recycle that with a textile company and we get a couple pennies on the pound. We use that money to buy new underwear and socks. No matter how many times you look at used underwear, it's still used underwear. We just refuse to give it away. The same with socks. So what we do is we purchase brand new underwear and socks, and you're getting the best of the best in clothing by the time it hits into one of our bags. Right. That, that, that's good. Yeah, you probably don't want to be uh, having to make a decision on whether you want to give away a pair of underwear or not. Just eliminate that process. Never. Right. Yeah. Right. Talk to me about the um, – the food as well. Uh, we noticed lots and lots of uh, boxes of, of food that you're uh, distributing. How, where, where does that come from? Um, that comes from the public. We do food drives. We're currently right now, we have a push on our social media asking for some neighborhood captains. Considering everyone's quarantined at the moment, we're asking people to stay within their own neighborhood. Um, ask their neighbors to put food out and our neighborhood captains go along and collect that food and what they do is they bring it to us. We sort through that. We separate it so we know what's what's starches, what's proteins, what's vegetables, what's fruits. And then we try to pack that into boxes that will provide the most nutrition to a family for a week. Tell me a little bit about the, the ways that people can get um, – the, the fundraisers and that type of thing. How do you work with the corporations and stuff? Because I know there's corporations all over 
the state, all over DFW, they get involved with you, um, and, and they, they, they team building. You were telling me about the team building. Talk yeah. about different that, that stuff. So we, our system is set up, we can probably handle up to 70, 80 volunteers at one time in our closed running area. We have a very large area. It's probably about 10,000 square feet. And it's dedicated just for sorting clothing. And it goes through a very elaborate process. There's four stages to that whole process, which enables us to have the clothing that we can pick the orders from. We also do things that's similar to Kids Against Hunger, Feed My Starving Children, where we pack our own meals, and it's rice and soy and beans and dried vegetables. But we do so in a very fun, elaborate type of process where we turn it into what we call cutthroat food packing, and we've turned it into a team building event. Um, what's nice about this is that a lot of organizations are doing team building, and now their money for their team building budget item is now a donation. They're going to have a lot of fun while they're here, but when they're done, they're going to feed people right here in North Texas with that, with that food that they're packing. So rather than just writing a check to an organization saying, hey, we did our, we did our team building, we had a great time. They're going to get that. Plus, they're going to be feeding people here in North Texas by doing that. The whole team building event with our food packing event. That's really cool. And you know, we see all these different types of uh, you know companies out there that provide services for team building, and you know, go jump off of a cliff and run a deal down or whatever. But this here seems to really uh, be something that people can get into and and know that they're they're helping people at, at the same time. What type of, uh, you know, we talked about the schools. We talked about the counselors at the schools. Tell me more about, you know, you work with the police departments and, and those type of things. What other, what other resources and, and who else do you work with? Um, we also work with the uh, FBI, the DA's office, Homeland Security, um, CIA. And what they do is they're going to go out and rescue women who've been sex trafficked, children who've been abducted in large quantities. And they come to us and go, hey, we're going to go rescue 20 women. We think they're these sizes. And then what we do is we put together clothing and essentials for them, and then they'll go out and rescue the women. Uh, we don't get any information about the operation other than it's 20 women or X amount of children, X amount of women. And their sizes and we give them that so this way when these women are being rescued sometimes they're either forced or made to wear inappropriate clothing or clothing that they've been wearing for a few weeks now now they're getting fresh clothing from us uh, and, and helping in that way that's very nice I bet that helps uh, you know elevate their self-worth that, uh, that that's got to make an immediate impact right yeah absolutely and the same thing with the um, the police departments, the crime victim advocates, sometimes a woman may decide, hey, listen, I'm, I'm tired of my of dealing with my husband. She leaves at two in the morning with the kids. Everyone's in their pajamas. Now they're sitting in the police station and the police department's like, uh, we need clothing. And what they'll do is they'll contact us and we're able to outfit the entire family. And y'all make deliveries every day, right? This is not something that they have to wait on. Now, uh, usually by the time we receive someone's order, we can have it processed and out the door within 24 to 48 hours. Right. Let me ask you this. Uh, it's, uh, and these are some of the things that come off your website. People, uh, these are questions that people have. If they want to donate and help out Trusted World, uh, when they give you money, what percentage of their donation will actually go towards providing uh, the necessities, providing calls, that type of thing? 
So 93 cents of every dollar donated to the Trust the World actually goes right into our program. So only 7% is used for things that we can't justify anything any other way than overhead. Um, mm -hmm. The beautiful thing is, is that we just recently started this, what we call the 18 campaign. If someone was on our website and they ordered everything that we had to offer, our internal cost is $18 to pick that order. That includes the insurance, the employee costs, the, the lighting, everything that goes along with the things that people don't expect or don't, they don't think about when they're talking about wanting to help somebody out. For $18, um, you can help us keep alive to help these people. What we're trying to figure, trying to do is we're trying to get as many people as we can to give us $18 a month. You know, if we had 2,000 people giving us $18 a month, we actually have the opportunity now to start expanding our operations and opening up more trusted worlds in other communities. So where all, how many locations do you have around the country, around the world? How, uh, talk about that. Currently right now we have one location in Garland, Texas. Um, and we're handling both Dallas and Collin County through that operation. We have about 340 different clients, which range anywhere from uh, a school uh, all the way up to, it could be um, Mosaic Family Services that is local, uh, the bridge, um, police departments. And what was interesting is that even though it's 340 clients, some of our clients have multiple counselors. So we're literally assisting thousands of case managers and counselors through this process. So it's not just, oh, we have 340 people ordering. No, a school may have 14 counselors who are all ordering from us. Um, it's, it's a lot of throughput that's going through. That's incredible. How many folks do you have working with you here in the uh, Garland area? We just have four, myself included. Wow. You guys do a lot of work and you, uh, that's a big responsibility. Yeah, well, again, this is why we don't do any case management. A case manager, uh, and I, my goodness, I have high regards to these people, they'll spend three or four hours working with a family trying to figure out, okay, what did you do with what we gave you? What process are you going through? It takes us 15 minutes to pull an order, which is why for everyone out there doing four hours of work, it takes us 15 minutes. We're able to service so many people because we've got our process down. We know we're in our lane. We know exactly what we're doing. We know exactly what needs to be done. And we're not stepping outside of that by trying to do case management or anything else like that. We're just not qualified for that. You're just staying in your lane, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. That's, that's incredible. Uh, some people can't donate money, but they really want to help. They want to help your cause. If that would be the case, how would somebody volunteer to help Trusted World? Well, on our website, trustworld.org, there's a little link right there that says volunteer now. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic that we're going through, we're in a lockdown, so we can't have any volunteers come in. Um, right. It's not that we don't need the help. Uh, unfortunately, somebody comes in for two hours and they may become infected or might have been a carrier and we would never have any way of knowing because the first thing people think about is, oh, wait, I was at Trust World two days ago. Let me let them know I got sick. And so we need to be very careful about making sure that what leaves our facility is safe. Um, when we're packing orders now, we're wearing gloves, we're wearing masks. When we receive donations in, it all goes into a Gaylord. And what we're doing is we're quarantining everything for four days. We're making sure that our, one, we need to keep ourselves safe. At the same time, we need to make sure that we're turning processes around that the people we're giving it to are safe. Exactly. So outside of, the, outside of the quarantine, 
Uh, we can we can have volunteers in here Monday through Friday. We have some evening hours. They change week to week, but we're normally here uh, Monday through Friday, nine to five, and we do have some Saturday morning hours. Uh, that's awesome, and, uh, and that's the reason why we're doing this call remote. That's why you're in your office. I'm in yep. my home office actually, and we're we're doing this because we can't go down and meet at the nice studio at Real News PR and and, and film the show. But uh, uh, we're making we're making it happen. Now, you talked about earlier, you're trying to get uh, folks to, uh, and you want to put out the word that you, 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 if they could just give $18 a month, that'd be great. Why does somebody explain, and I, I have a feeling it has to do with your budget, and, and that way it gives you the ability to know where you're at on a monthly basis. But why would somebody want to give you on a monthly basis? Why would somebody want to uh, commit to that donation on a monthly basis? Well, what that does is allows us to keep our doors open. Um, what we do is we're looking at how many people are giving to us monthly and we're trying to forecast how many employees we can have, uh, how much stuff can we purchase, um, what, what are our costs going to be. I mean, we have a 23,000 square foot facility down here and it all comes with expenses. You know, there's leases, there's insurance, there's electric, there's all kinds of things to go with that. We also have several vehicles that are ours. We have two box trucks, we have two SUVs. They come along with insurance and everything else like that and fuel and maintenance and costs and everything comes to a cost. We figured out that during the 15 minutes that it takes for an employee to pull an order, all that inclusive cost comes out to be $18. Actually, it's like $18 and 46 cents, but we're trying to make it realistic. That's why if you're able to help us at $18 a month, you can help us help people even more. And knowing that we have $18 a month coming in from certain people, that allows us to forecast to know that, hey, we're going to keep our doors open next year or the year after that or the year after that. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt to uh, have a little stockpile and build up some reserves, correct? Correct. Good. What about partnerships? How could you partner if somebody wanted to uh, partner with Trusted World? How could that, how, could that be established? Could that happen? Yes, we have a sponsorship package and it goes anywhere from $1,000 a year to $20,000 a year. And there's a whole lot of range of things that come with it. Anywhere from um, we'll put some labels on our bags. We'll put some, you know, your, your logo on our bags, logos on our vehicles. Heck, you're already big enough check. We'll put a logo on the front of our building. Um, <laughs> we have all kinds of opportunities to go along with that. A lot of new organizations were slowly coming on board. And, and what's nice is we've been around for five, going on six years. And we've gotten to the point now where people go, I see you're not going anywhere. This isn't just a flash in the pan type of concept. This seems to be working. And the community slowly starting to understand the necessity of what we provide as a service. A lot of the larger corporations are starting to realize, hey, wait a second. If we help you, we're helping 300 other organizations. Hey, we like this idea. We've, as, as we've been told by other organizations, we take collaboration to the next level. We're trying to tell these organizations who went to school for counseling to focus on counseling, and we've got your back. And there's no cost to that whatsoever. Well, I can't think of any reason why somebody wouldn't want to do this. One thing that I, I thought of earlier I wanted to mention is we see a lot of these bins. We saw, see a lot of these boxes out and about amongst the city uh, where people can drop off items. They can drop off clothing. You're strictly clothing, correct? Yeah, in our, in our bins, we're strictly clothing on the outside. Uh, food, we prefer to have it delivered directly to us or to one of our 
Um, some of the police departments in North Texas are actually drop-off locations for us, and you can take perishable, non-perishable foods there, and they'll let us know. We'll pick it up within 24 hours. Uh, but we prefer that actually come to our facility here in Garland because we're able to process it a lot faster that way. Um, but most of the bins we have out there, we have a bunch of drop-off locations around North Texas. Again, several of them are police departments, and um, that's the we want that clothing. We go through that clothing, we process everything, looking for the stuff that we want to turn around. We may get clothing from Capel that might end up being used in Greenville, or we might get clothing that comes out of Greenville and it ends up being used in Waco. Um, it's what we do is anything that comes in our facility, it goes into the process, and then our process turns around and sends it out to everybody. Uh, we've had people say, well, listen, if we collect clothing in our town, can it be used in our town? We can't guarantee that. We don't track anything like that. We just know it's going to go into our process. And yes, we'll help the nonprofits and schools in your town. We just can't guarantee it's going to stay right there. That's right. Uh, um, that's, that's really cool. What about uh, your bins? You, you told me a, a the aspect of you've got some bins that you see out there from maybe other people, other companies that they just set them out in the parking lot anywhere at the edge of the parking lot. So people can get to, is there a difference in, uh, in those bins that are setting out at the edge of the parking lot rather than up by a building? Um, yeah, we prefer that our bins be up against the building. We want to show the community that we actually have a relationship with that business. And then what we do is we try to tell people, Hey, we have a bin here stop in and see that uh, that business. Stop in and get your tires changed. Stop in and see whatever service they're offering and not only drop off your clothing, but hey, let, let that business know that you appreciate what they're doing. They're helping the community by allowing us to have our bin there. And so we like to encourage people to turn around and, and help the local people out, help the local businesses. And they can, notice, uh, they can recognize these bins because it'll have the trusted world as a trustworthy uh, logo on there. And the beautiful part about our bins is it's an outdoor bin. Um, it's a three foot by three foot, it's six foot tall, it has a slanted roof, and they're, they're built by Boy Scouts. These oh, are cool. Boy Scouts who, um, it's their Eagle Scout project. We will only let Boy Scouts build these bins for us because it's something, it's a nice relationship we have with the Boy Scouts. And we probably have 20 bins out all over North Texas, which means there's 20 Eagle Scouts who got their Eagle Scout badge by doing this project with us, which helps them give back to the community. That's, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, I, I knew there was, a, and I wanted to hear you say why, it's uh, important or the significance of why that bin may be up next to a building. And yep. to me, that's, that, that's important. That's, uh, that's good. Um, I had a question come across uh, the screen just a minute ago, and I wanted to ask you if somebody, you know, some people don't really like to publicize it, that they're, they're donating money and helping that cause. Uh, some people, especially when they make a, a large donation, uh, they don't want it to be public. Uh, can they can they donate to your to you and without having to go through the website or without without it being public? How could somebody do that? Yeah, we don't um, we don't publicize on our website who gives. Um, the only time we ever publicize anything like that is if we every now and then we'll say, hey, these the following people have helped us and benefited of us. Um, they have the option to remain anonymous. We have quite a few donors who are like, listen, I want to help you out, but I don't want no one to know what I'm doing. And we acknowledge that and we keep that a secret and very few of us here even know who they are. And so, um, 
We don't have a problem with people saying anonymous. Um, and those who won't, we, we share that with the community. We want people to know, hey, so-and-so helped us out. This family has helped us out. This family has helped us out. This foundation has helped us out. That's right. What about some of the partnerships that you actually are in the process right now that you already have? Are some of those that you could uh, mention and uh, give thanks to those people? Absolutely. Um, we have a couple of churches. We have City Point Church in Allen. We have Chase Oaks Church in Plano. We have uh, Rodenball's Flooring in Allen. Um, we have Global Community. I believe they're based out of England. Um, I think that's our biggest um, people that we were working with. We have, a, we have a couple of families who have given to us. Again, they've asked to stay anonymous in that process. And sure, then sure. we have um, probably a couple hundred people who are giving us anywhere from 18 to to $100 a month. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, tell us how we can, uh, you know, I want, want to get the word out. Tell us all the different ways that someone could get a, in touch with you. Uh, go to your website. Tell us what your web address is, your Facebook page. How can people contact Preston World uh, to talk to you about helping out, volunteering, and donating? Sure. So our website's easy. It's trustedworld.org. Um, Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash trusted world. Twitter, it's the same thing, trusted world. Um, we were able to use the trusted world in all of the social media. Um, on our website, there's three ways you can give to us. You can give us your time. You can give us your donations, your in-kind gifts, whether it be clothing, food, toiletries, or you can financially support us. And um, to be honest, we need all three. Um, just right. to receive a donation without having people to volunteer to help us, it doesn't help. We need a good mix of the three things. We need the clothing to come in, to be sorted by volunteers who are coming in, and all that needs to be covered by people who are financially supporting us. It's a very nice mix of all three. Right. And there's a number of different ways that people can do that. Hey, somebody wanted to buy you a vehicle, they could probably communicate with you about buying a truck. Correct. Make a large cash donation. There's a number of different ways that somebody could help out. Plus, they could actually come down and uh, give their time. Uh, yeah. At the uh, team building events, that type of thing. Right. right. So we can have, we've had corporations come in who have, they were looking for a place to volunteer. Not many people or organizations can handle over 30 volunteers. We can. Um, and though they came in here and why they were here, they saw the value of what we're giving back to the community and they ended up becoming a corporate sponsor. And so I encourage people to come here once the quarantine has been lifted to come here, volunteer and understand what, what we're about, who we're helping, how we're helping, how we're different. And then do that before you write us a check. Not that I would not turn around and not take credit cards or checks or anything like that, but I think when you see the value of what we do and how unique and different we are, I think that's when it clicks. And then it's just not a one-time donation. I think you understand the processes and what we're doing, and it becomes a long-term relationship with our donors. That's right. Well, that's awesome. I just want to uh, reiterate again and let you know that it's trustedworld.org. And there will also be links on our uh, Facebook page to Trusted World. And the, if you forget the name, whatever, you can go there and get links. One thing that I wanted to uh, say is if you would, go to wherever you get your podcast and uh, subscribe, like our pages, go to YouTube, go to Facebook, all those type of things, uh, type of places uh, to subscribe. That way you can follow this. And then also to please everybody, tell everybody you know, uh, about Trusted World, and um, if you feel like there's a way that you want to take your, your team, 
go over there and volunteer, go over there and have a team building event and do whatever you can do to, uh, to help out. Even $18 a month commitment uh, to them uh, would be, uh, that, that'd be great uh, to help out some of these uh, children, some of the families uh, that you're helping out. Basically what you're gonna do is help people that are helping out. You, you give money to these organizations that uh, are not money, but you give the, the, the product and, and to the people that uh, need it most. So uh, Michael, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I, I can't think of everything. I think we pretty much covered everything pretty well, Chaz. You, you've done a great job. Thank you so much for being on. And uh, we look forward to maybe doing this again someday. But uh, you're doing a great thing. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you, Chaz. Have a great day. Take care. You too.